You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But always up on the scoreboard is our next guest. Joining us on the Roman Guest Line is our guy, but more specifically, my guy. Also, my commissioner. Yes, he's the commissioner of the Ultimate Football League, and I have never won in that league, so I think it's rigged. Via NBC Sports Washington, MLB Insider, Matt Wyrick. Matt, thank you for joining the show, my brother. How are you doing this evening? Q, guys, I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me on. It's good to be back. Matt, thanks for joining the show. It's good to hear your voice, man. Uh, what do you think about this Freddie Freeman news that, that, we, that we're getting now that Trista just broke down? What do you think? I think the Freddie, the, the Braves, and their fans were robbed. I mean, this is clearly, I mean, if this is this report is, is to be true, you know, we haven't heard the agent side of things. Maybe there's, you know, something in there. I don't know. This just, There's a lot of layers to this onion that we've been peeling here. Uh, but if it's to be believed, I mean, how can you say that, uh, you know, Freddie should be just content with his deal when, he wanted to be back in Atlanta. He was beloved there. He had a chance to go down as one of the greatest Braves of all time, not just winning a ring, but going up there in the record books, setting all kinds of uh, home run hits, records, things like that. And now he's playing in L.A., which, you know, he's from Southern California. So it's not like this is a, you know, as you mentioned before, not like this is some crazy desolate area that he has to go to. He's playing for probably one of the best teams in baseball, if not be the best team in baseball in the Dodgers. Hard to complain about that, especially when he's making even more money than he would have made uh, in Atlanta. But, you know, for, for him to not have been kept in the loop uh, by his own agent who's supposed to have his back, I mean, that's that's backstabbing at his finest right there. Matt, uh, I love how you broke that down. And really quickly, excuse me, but this is a live sports gambling show. Did you have any plays in any of the baseball games tonight that, you know, I know you'd sprinkle little dollars and cents on some bets. Are you, are you betting anything tonight? I did not uh, put any bets down tonight. Uh, I have been very much invested in our uh, fantasy leagues the past few days. No, you haven't. haven't. I've emailed the commissioner, and I haven't gotten a response. I want to know why this is rigged against me. That's what I want to know. I don't know, man. I I mean, my preseason power rankings, I believe I had you 11th. So, I mean, I can't (laughs) say this is too out of the ordinary here, what we're seeing. But... Uh, certainly you've been making some moves to the future. I think that, you know, it, it could come around for you. That's true. Uh, That's Matt, true. my team, the Chicago Cubs, they need a left fielder. They actually need a center fielder, a right fielder, a first baseman, second baseman. They pretty much need it all. But uh, Juan Soto, uh, where is Juan Soto going to be here in a few years? Oh, when my he, God. You really he, did this? When does he get moved, or is he staying in Washington? And How much money is that going to end up costing the Nationals? I mean, that's what, that's what we're here to talk about. Where's, where, where's Juan yeah. Soto going to be playing baseball? No, I mean, we're certainly not talking about the Nationals play on the field uh, the last few weeks. Yeah, what do, what do you think? Should I, should I take a stab with them winning it all? Uh, should I take them to win the division right now? <laughs> I mean, I can't say that they wouldn't be astronomical odds. You know, pretty good return on the dollar. If they There's so many zeros. Around, I, don't even, I don't actually even know what this – what is this number? What are the What are the Nationals' odds? Yeah, it's a fake number, dog. That doesn't even exist. I think it says pl- – yeah, it's like, it's like plus a million. But anyway, um, wh- what do you think hap- ends up happening with Juan Soto? Because – we kept saying, you know, on all the podcasts that maybe he would end up being a Yankee, but they're going to end up paying Aaron Judge. Um, the Dodgers, you know, that would be interesting. Where, where do you think he would end up if you were to leave Washington, I should say? This is sick. Yeah, you know, I don't think he's going to be traded anytime soon. The Nationals have three years of team control after, I should say, two and a half now. We're about closer to the halfway point 
of this season. So I don't think the Nationals are going to trade him. They're, they're basically making this whole reboot, rebuild, whatever you want to call it, built around him uh, and getting back to contention before he does hit free agency. So all signs appear to be that their biggest priority is extending him and building around him. If he were to leave, you know, I, I think it's anyone's guess at this point where he ends up. The Dodgers and Cubs, I think, are two teams that jump off the page for me. Yeah. Uh, but though, though it does depend, do the Dodgers decide to extend guys like Walker Bueller, Trey Turner, and Julio Urias? Those are three major contracts that could be hitting their books in the next couple of seasons. And if they were to do that, I don't think that Soto is going to necessarily be available, given that they're already going to be paying Freddie Freeman yeah. uh, and Mookie Betts astronomical amounts. So that's going to be a big factor there. The Yankees, as you mentioned, are hoping to bring back Aaron Judge, but should they not, you know, I think that is very possible. Judge does go elsewhere in free agency. I think that they could be players for him. I think the Mets, uh, with their deep pockets, probably the deepest pockets in all of baseball, uh, would make sense uh, from a financial standpoint. And then, of course, the Cubs being as, as big a market team they are and not really having, you know, that stud guy they're really building around right now. Uh, Soto could be that guy. He's only going to be 26 years old when he hits free agency. So, uh, when he does finally hit free agency, the Cubs might be ready to contend at that point, and he could be the final piece. So uh, I think that there's a lot of different ways it could go, but really I think more, more likely than anything else is that he stays with Washington. It's just going to depend on what the new ownership group looks like should they come in in the next year or so and how committed they are to extending it. Yeah, really quickly because, you know, at the uh, season ticket holder meeting, Tom Ricketts and uh, Jed Hoyer both said they were going to spend some money. So you would figure, like my brother went to a game last weekend and spent $60 on a hot dog and two beers. So they have the money to spend in Chicago. <laughs> if If you were a betting man, and I gave you odds. Who has a better chance of staying with their team right now? Shohei Otani with the Angels or Juan Soto with the Nationals? Mm. I'm going to go ahead and say Juan Soto simply yeah. because they have won in D.C. And Shohei Otani is still waiting for the Angels to build a winning team around him and Mike Trout. I mean, you know, they've been pouring money into that roster and it has so far not produced any wins. And he doesn't really know an Angels team uh, that has had success and, and made the playoffs. So he may very well want to go to another team that has a better chance at winning. Whereas Soto, you know, at the end of the day, he could sign a 15 year deal with, with nationals and always have that world series ring on his resume and, you know, be able to look back on his nationals legacy and then include that. Interesting stuff. Matt Wyrick here from uh, NBC sports, Washington, breaking down a little MLB with us. Uh, I'm curious, Matt, when I'm not sure how much of the Astros Yankee series you saw last weekend, but it was electric television. I think it gave us into a glimpse and into where the road to the to the World Series is going to go. Who do you give the edge to between uh, the Astros and the Yankees? I know the Yankees have the better record, but it kind of felt like the Astros had the Yankees number, even though they split. Yeah, that's that's a fun matchup right there. And I think that right now we have to say that the Yankees are the best team in baseball with how well they've been playing. They're just outright dominating teams. They're coming through in the clutch when they need it. Aaron Judge looks like the MVP. Uh, but if I had to go to a World Series matchup, you know, I always go to the pitching. Uh, and both pitching staffs have been very good this year. Uh, and you just right at the top, Garrett Cole versus Justin Verlander, two guys who actually were teammates on the Astros at one point facing the Nationals in a World Series together. That World Series rotation was formidable, and the two groups that these teams have would be formidable now. Uh, I think I'd have to give the edge to the Yankees in the pitching, giving Garrett Cole – uh, followed by guys like Nestor Cortez, Luis Severino's had a good year, Jameson Tayon, Jordan Montgomery, even as number five starters, still a, all of them have ERAs under 3.4. I mean, it's just been an incredible group uh, so far this year. The bullpen has been locked down. Clay Holmes just might be the best reliever in baseball. 
so I think that the most complete team is probably the Yankees, but this is an Astros team that continually comes through in the playoffs and it has had the Yankees number in the past, as we know, uh, you know, maybe aided by uh, a few things uh, outside of the Clank, Yankees Clank. control. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, Overall, this is an Astros team that has succeeded on that stage before, and I think I'd have to give the edge uh, to the Yankees right now, but, you know, it's, it's the playoffs. We'll see. We're joined now by Matt Wyrick of NBC Sports Washington, Roman Gessline. Reminder, you can check out the podcast to listen to our conversation with Matt. Of course, a lot of information here. Of course, you're using that for your betting angles. Bet MGM tonight on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. Matt, I got a question about the Orioles. I talked bad about them. Like, really bad before the season started. I told everybody to take the under on the win total. Oh, that's pretty much D-E-D dead. Like, it's it's out of here. There's six and a half games aw- away from the wild card spot. First month of 500 baseball for the first time in what? It's been a very long time. Is this rebuild ahead of schedule? And, and is this roster, like, something I should really be watching a little more closely than others now? I think that we're definitely a bit ahead of schedule for the Orioles in terms of competing this season. I don't think that anyone really had realistic expectations for Baltimore to be in the mix, especially given just how good the AL East is this year. It's probably the best division in baseball. And if they're going to make a playoff spot, they're going to have to at least beat out one of these teams, given that three of them can make uh, the wild card spots. But, you know, I think that th- these pieces are starting to come together on this, this Orioles team. Obviously, Adley Rushman, their top prospect, came up a little bit earlier this year, and he got off to a slow start, but it started to heat up. But they have a lot of guys down in the minor leagues, particularly pitching prospects like Grayson Rodriguez and D.L. Hall, who still haven't reached the majors yet. So this rotation is a bit patchwork at the moment. I think that next year, once these guys really start to come up uh, in full force and we see what the Orioles of the future look like, maybe they can add a free agent or two to kind of pad things. I think that's really when we'll start to see heightened expectations for them. It's going to be a tough road for them to make a playoff spot this year. I probably wouldn't bet on them to do so at this point. But I think that, you know, if you want an intriguing future for next season, them making the playoffs is certainly one I would consider. Uh, Matt, we only got about two minutes in the American League. I think it's, I mean, it's only June, but the Yankees and the Astros look really good right now. If you had to pick an NL team right now, would you go with the Dodgers? Um, Would you go with the Mets or would you maybe go outside the box? Who would you pick in the NL for the World Series this year? My preseason pick was the Dodgers, so unfortunately I'm probably going to stick with them as the most likely team. They are just the most complete roster. They have had some injuries, uh, so they're kind of getting through that right now, but their run differential is easily the best in the National League at plus 125 this year. They're almost 20 games over 500. They are that team, and you know the fact that they really haven't hit their stride yet should scare a lot of teams. Uh, I think they're going to cruise uh, to the NL West Division title and, and ultimately be one of the toughest outs in the entire playoffs. Um, personally, I'm not convinced on the Mets. Uh, you know, Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom are no guarantee to be healthy come playoff time, so we'll see uh, whether they can stay on the field once they do make it back. And I do really like the Brewers. I think that the Brewers' rotation is something that is one of the best rotations in all of baseball. They have Josh Hader, who's maybe the best reliever in all of baseball, up there with Clay Holmes. Uh, and that offense has some good bats. So, you know, overall, I think the Brewers are a very sneaky, good team uh, through all the way. Matt, thank you so much for joining the show, my brother. Really quickly, tell the people where they can find you and anything you're working on. Absolutely, guys. I'm on Twitter at ByMattWire. You can check out all of my written work over at NBCSportsWashington.com. My brother. Thank you, my man. I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks, guys.